Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Well, the moist line is tomorrow during this hour, and uh, the historical thing about it is it is the last moist line play of 2022 on the Johnny Ken Show. All right, just want to make that clear. So uh, if you want to be a part of it, you're running out of time to leave a message. You can use the iHeartRadio app. The microphone icon is the way to connect directly to the moist line, or you can just dial up the old phone number. 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. We had hoped at this time today, right now, to be talking to a woman by the name of Naomi Seligman. She used to be the director of communications for Mayor Yoga Pants, Eric Garcetti. She is key in scuttling his ambassadorship nomination. In fact... If she hadn't gone to this whistleblower organization in Washington, D.C., which then went to the United States Senate, we might not have had the holdup that we've had for a year and a half on this nomination because Garcetti's nomination sailed through a Senate committee. And then uh, Naomi got involved with this whistleblower organization and uh, they sent a rather detailed report to senators. (laughs) And it got the attention of several of them to hold up the nomination. She made it impossible for everyone to look the other way. Because some of the story was already out from the L.A. Times and the lawsuit by his uh, driver, the LAPD officer. But she provided, with her name and her high position, uh, many more colorful details that they had to block it. Right. So, if you don't know, it was all about Rick Jacobs, the former top aide. And uh, he was a rainmaker for uh, Garcetti and his future political plans and that he uh, helped raise a lot of money. He was in charge of that mayor's fund. Remember the mayor's fund? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rick Jacobs is in charge of that. Some of you are audit that. But anyway, he was sexually harassing everybody around Garcetti. 
and Garcetti, of course, uh, everyone believes men and women is not credible when he says he never witnessed this or heard about it. No, flat out lying. And everybody knows he's lying and he knows he's lying. So we're hoping to reschedule her, but we were told she cannot appear today, maybe next week. She wasn't. Uh, there uh, were reports that um, that they might try to vote on this nomination during this uh, short session here in December. Well, now we understand, though, that if there are objections, they have to start having a big debate and a cloture vote and all that. So it may not happen. The other one that's dropped is that this might be a Biden recess appointment, which uh, would be kind of a half win because we could call him the acting ambassador. The acting. acting. And he could only he could only keep the the, uh, the job for a year. Yeah. So. All right. So we're keeping an eye on the story because we want this man who I think is going to blow someday mm-hmm. some sort of mental breakdown or something. To understand the real legacy left is a dirty city, a disgusting place. Dirty, disgusting, crime-ridden, filled with garbage, crazed, homeless people. Yeah. There are two types of mayors. Tony Villar liked to go to all the sporting events and be with the celebrities, which was bad and annoying. He was always looking about his looks. Garcetti, though, was always focused on what's next, and he wanted to jump to the presidency. I mean, think about that. In 2020, he was exploring running for president already. That's how big his head got. He spent 112 days building his presidential campaign. Now, never calendar year. Never formally announced, but he took a lot of trips. He was out of town for 112 days, going to all the early primary states and uh, campaigning for other candidates who, in turn, he hoped would endorse him and also laying out uh, the infrastructure that he would need in these states. All right, now on to Dippity Doo, another one who's nothing about his next political stop. Nah, he's already got his second term as California governor. Knew that was in the bag, so he spent most of this year campaigning for president. We know that. So the American Spectator, this is a right-wing outfit, is it not, John? I believe it is. I think so, yeah. Certainly uh, uh, reads like one. one. Um, I remember them through the years. We just haven't really used them. Anyway, a couple of articles by uh, Ellie Gardy. Could Newsom's drinking and womanizing come back to haunt him? The subheading, he had an affair with a married woman who had young children. Now, we all know this story. This takes us back to the uh, mid-2000s. But um, as mayor of San Francisco, Newsom had a secret relationship with his married secretary and publicly dated a 19-year-old. Mm-hmm. That story I had not heard before. Was that new no. to you? That was new to me. I hadn't heard for, uh, either. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, uh, they're, 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 twice he was 38 at the time i didn't so see this twice the age apparently in 2018 there was an anti-newsom political action committee and they were running ads on facebook i never saw this the ad asked you think it was inappropriate for newsom to have a relationship with a subordinate staff member suffering from substance dependency and that i think was his campaign manager's wife right right and then there was an ad on instagram that said do you question newsom's judgment in engaging in a relationship with a 19 year old woman who accompanied him to a formal public event and was photographed with an alcoholic beverage in her hand yes apparently he showed up for the opening night at the san francisco symphony with a teenager a young looking blonde named britney mounts on his arm he was 38 years old Attending opening night was part of his official mayoral duties. The Chronicle reported that Newsom played coy about his date, assigning her various personas from speechwriter to secretary, even sports writer. 
Okay, so he's 38. She's Turns out she's a restaurant hostess. Uh, he's 38. She's 19. And and he goes, oh, yeah, this is my uh, speechwriter. This is my secretary. This is my this is sports writer. He must have laughed when he said that one. Oh, yeah, but just uh, kind of it, screwing around with the press. It also means he was he was embarrassed in some way. ABC News said Mayor McHottie's new girlfriend. Oh, is that what they called him back then, Mayor McHottie? That's that's the central problem here. That's it's from, all uh, about his face and his yeah. hair. The whole thing. It's not even the inside of his head because there's nothing in there. <laughs> it's just about his bone structure and and his gelled up hairstyle. He's he's. Um, uh, yeah, but there were reports that she had a drink in her hand, and she's 19. Oh. Oh my Scandalous. God! She really was a restaurant hostess. I thought that was a joke. No, no, it's. Uh, she yeah. was a restaurant host. He picked up a teenage girl at a restaurant. Yep. Mounts was seen holding a glass of wine at an event she attended with Newsom. When a journalist asked Newsom if he'd been drinking with Mounts at the Westfield Mall opening, Newsom, in characteristic fashion, freaked out in anger, telling reporters, "I got to deal with all kinds of terrible calls from reporters doing horrible things that are mean spirited." I don't know what that means. <laughs> his spokeshole said if she was drinking the mayor did not notice <laughs> <laughs> but you know what that newsome temper when he's challenged he is a guy who was never challenged as a child yeah you're right never he was never told he did something wrong he has no immune system to deal with criticism which is why he rarely puts himself in a situation where he can be criticized and when he is criticized, he freaks out. He's very upset. And then, of course, the big story. Alex Tork, his top aide and campaign manager, confronted Newsom after he learned, this is 2007, that his wife, Ruby Rippy Tork, with whom he shared several young children, had an affair with Newsom. Tork quit in disgust. He and his wife divorced. Newsom admitted the affair, said he was sorry, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, he ruined, uh, ruined that marriage and that family. And then soon after that, he announced he was seeking counseling for alcohol abuse. Upon reflection with friends and family this weekend, I've come to the conclusion that I'll be a better person without alcohol in my life. But, and I remember doing this story on our show. He would not call it rehab. He said he went to a series of one-on-one -on -one conversations with a coach. Mimi. Mimi said, stop. I stopped. And that was it. And she said, I'll, I'll tell you when I think you can have wine again. That's, see, magic. Who the hell is Mimi? That's all we know her as is Mimi? In December 06, Newsom showed up drunk at a hospital the night a San Francisco police officer was shot to death. He was mm. there to comfort the, uh, the officer's family. Oh, I wish I had a video of that. Oh, oh, it's not the first time, according to the San Francisco Chronicle, that Newsom has been spotted after hours at least one sheet to the wind. One sheet to the wind. I always like that old expression. Newsom was known as a heavy drinker, and this is remembered in San Francisco. Uh, according to a uh, wealthy resident named Greg from San Francisco, I saw him all the time when he used to hang out at the Balboa Cafe. Hmm. Half the time he was lit. Those are the wild days. Yeah. But he wasn't young. He's, he's almost 40 at this point. I, so. I know. It, it's, he's, he's not 22. But it looks like Jennifer Newsom changed him, right? He, 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 he's not any. Of course, they do mention that uh, report of an affair during the pandemic. Remember that story? Oh, it yeah. It surfaced in a couple of small publications. But 
uh, was never uh, never became public news because the excessive the El Segundo Times was sniffing around too. Yeah, which means everyone agreed to cover it up because they don't want to hurt their golden boy. Uh, it uh, one small paper said Newsom was engaged in multiple extramarital affairs over the course of 2020. Right. You know, because that lockup got lonely. Also, there's also another one. This one's a little weird. Um, hmm. uh, uh, right before he divorced Kimberly Guilfoyle, he met actress Sophia Milos, a Scientologist, at a glitzy wedding. <laughs> yeah, I like that story. And then he was spotted kissing. She was the star of CSI Miami, uh, kissing her at 2 in the morning at a North Beach cafe. And then uh, was seen grabbing lunch with a young, cute blonde. A week later, divorce was finalized. Oh, wow. He attended mm-hmm. a variety of celebrity events with Milos, including an event in March held by the Citizens Commission on Human Rights, which was founded by the Church of Scientology. Oh, no. Oh, ran into Karen Bass. Well, you know, these stories will be dredged up again when he makes his big run for president, whether it's in 24 or 28. But yeah. he's like, he can't escape it. Yeah. You know, he's kind of kind of run in 24 because he'll still be governor. If he waits till 2028, he's not governor anymore. Yeah. He's kind of like just sitting on the sidelines. I don't know. I, I think you're right. I think he's got to be running. He'll be in his 60s. His looks will have faded even more. <laughs> All right. We got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. And- There's another pretty good story by American Spectator on Newsom, the golden boy, uh, which uh, talks about uh, his whole history his, of course, his father was an attorney for the Getty family, and Gordon Getty pretty much uh, called Newsom uh, his, another one of his sons. So that's where he got introduced to the life of wealth, and eventually Willie Brown gives him a job as, what, the parking guy or something in San Francisco? Yeah, uh, just, just based on uh, a friend of Willie Brown's recommending him. Yeah. Was it was it Getty that did the recommendation? I, I just don't have the, that, that part of the story so. in front of me. Uh, yeah, he may have been involved in the politics. But and he, just he got, got appointed himself. to the parking commission simply because of uh, other rich people that, that Newsom knew. Like, yeah, nobody... this story is called How Newsom Became Governor, A Spoil System and a Billionaire Pseudo-Father. So, yeah, that's uh, so, and that was Gordon Getty. From um, the Getty oil fortune. And Newsom was in business with the son, Billy Getty. So that's, yeah. It's because his father was an attorney for the family. William Newsom was his father, and that's how they got involved with the Getty family. And then, of course, uh, he basically got adopted, and uh, <clears throat> it got him introduced eventually into uh, politics, where he got his first job in uh, San Francisco with uh, Willie Brown <clears throat> appointing him. Uh, yeah, Willie Brown elevated Newsom to the position of parking and traffic commissioner. <clears throat> Brown then appointed Newsom to San Francisco's Board of Supervisors. So that's where it really took off. Now, I don't know how he got introduced to Willie Brown. Was it Willie uh, It's not. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, based on. Okay, it says William Newsom, the father, was close to John Burton, who uh, oh, was a member both. of the California State Senate. And William Newsom, the dad, admitted that Gavin was only appointed to the Board of Supervisors by Willie Brown because Burton convinced Brown to do so. It was based on Burton's friendship with me, William Newsom said. So oh. so his dad's admitting, hey, one of my buddies knew Willie Brown and convinced Willie Brown to put Newsom on the Board of Supervisors. The other quote's funny. different. Besides, they needed a straight white male on the Board of Supervisors. <laughs> Wow. Times have changed. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he, 
And uh, Newsom was also essentially selected by Willie Brown to succeed him as mayor. Yeah. But Willie Brown gave us Newsom and Kamala Harris, didn't he? Yeah. Nice judgment wow. there, huh? Wow. Thanks, Willie Brown. He's still alive, isn't he? Or... <laughs> yeah, he is. I think he is. Yeah. Oh, he's... Oh, all right. So. Well, speaking of dippity-doo... We found out yesterday in court documents of the appearance of the man who smashed Nancy Pelosi's husband's head with a hammer. That's Paul Pelosi. And this is David DePape, is it? DePape or DePop, DePoppy, DePapey, DePew. Anyway, he had a list of targets that included Governor Dippity-Doo. But at least one member of the media puzzled over another name. That was on the de Papi de Papi's list, and it's Tom Hanks. And uh, in exploring this further, going deep into the world of what, like the QAnon people? Yeah. yeah. Where there's a certain obsession with those that they believe are pedophiles. Apparently somebody floated that years ago that Tom Hanks was a pedophile. Well, And I mean, if you read this stuff and follow this stuff, this apparently is something de Pape did, so... Well, there's uh, um, he clung on to that one. I, we think that's why Hanks was on the list. Here's the story. There's a little known actor named Isaac Cappy. And he rose to prominence in QAnon circles. He went on Infowars. That's the uh, Alex, Jones Alex Jones Internet yeah. show. And he claimed that a number of popular actors are secretly pedophiles. Of course, he had no evidence for this. Uh, he also made a series of YouTube videos including one that's focused specifically on Hanks. Oh. Again, no evidence. And he died in 2019 after falling from a bridge. Oh. And so people believed he was murdered. Uh, social media posts also claim Hanks was... A... Did Tom Hanks do him in? Hey, that's... Has anybody uh, investigated well, that Well, that's, that's... It's actually the QAnon people think that maybe Cappy was killed. Social media posts also claim Hanks was a passenger aboard Jeffrey Epstein's Lolita Express... That's the plane he used to ferry friends to his private island. Oh. But flight logs released. Hanks is not a pa- on the passenger list. Wow. Yeah. But I and thought everybody liked Tom Hanks, you know. I well, didn't realize. Not, not, I mean, he may be another left-wing progressive Hollywood type. I don't really know. but Well, then, then there was a story that after Hanks went into quarantine early on with COVID, remember? Oh, yeah. Like, like, it was like, one of the first big announcements. Like right the day before the lockdown, right? And yeah. and the QAnon crowd thought the pandemic was just his cover story. They thought that Hanks had actually been arrested on charges of pedophilia. Wow. And so, so if DePape had been radicalized by QAnon theories, as police allege, it would make sense that Hanks would earn a spot on the target list mm-hmm. alongside Gavin Newsom and Nancy Pelosi. That's right. See, there are there's, oh. there's always a reason for things. Well, there is. You have to follow the thread, and it takes a while to get through it. But because I saw that name yesterday, you know, we you didn't know. actually talk about it much, but we mentioned it quickly. And I'm, I thought about it later. I said, "Yeah, why was Tom Hanks on his hit list? It's... He wanted to go hammer Tom Hanks." Mm-hmm. I just. It, <laughs> but you know what? You can't. It's. There's no point in living. In this internet social media world, there's no point in living. There's no point in living. I mean, you can't be famous, you can't be successful, you can't have money, <laughs> because, because all the lunatics have united together. 
See, they, 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 they've all merged and morphed into this organism. <laughs> that will prove you're up to no good somehow. Yeah. You know, proof as they see it, uh, possibly. All right. Uh, we got more to come. It's the John and Ken Show, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Oh, from the crime blotter. Oh, you know, I forgot the story until I saw the headline. It was May 3rd at the Hollywood Bowl. When Dave Chappelle got attacked on stage. Remember that story? Yes. Seems like 10 years ago. Doesn't it? The guy who did that, I think it was a vagrant, Isaiah Lee, uh, just got sentenced. He pled no contest, but now this is handled by the L.A. City's attorney's office because they went after misdemeanor charges, which did get some controversy going. I mean, he jumped on stage and he tackled Chappelle. We and still don't know how he got through whatever security was supposed to be there to make oh, his way on stage. Remember the comedian we had? And he, yeah. he witnessed how he uh, went past a security guard. Security, who, they were like asleep, yeah. Who had no interest, and he just jumped over a wooden yeah, barrier. Yeah, he entered a restricted area during yeah. a live event. Yeah. And uh, uh, 270 days in jail, that's it. Now, is he actually going to serve that? Because it's a misdemeanor. In L.A. County, they've uh, not been putting misdemeanor cases, uh, people in jail. Well, he has a bigger problem. Remember, after this story broke, a man came forward and said, I recognize Isaiah Lee. He tried to stab me to death in December <laughs> of last year. So I think he's still being detained. Yeah, he's being detained in lieu of a million-dollar bond for trying to stab his roommate in December of last year. I think they were in, like, a homeless shelter situation, and this oh. guy claims that Lee tried to kill him. And the Hollywood Bowl incident, he did have that gun with a knife blade. That's what it was, right? Right. Oh, that's but the they, right. but he didn't pull it out to commit the attack. So that's that, why they that, went with misdemeanor. Yeah, instead of a felony. Mm. It's all coming back to me now. It's all coming back to me. So he's oh. been in jail the whole time because he I can't, think because of the attempted murder case he that can't came up shortly thereafter. Right. Otherwise, another you know, crazy right, guy. Uh, misdemeanor, he would be probably done with time served, or yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that was just, just that was just a uh, shortly after uh, Chris Rock uh, got smacked by uh, Will Smith. That was the Academy Awards, right? right. It seems like a couple a, months later. It was open season on comedians. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this was a fight during uh, time in a transitional housing apartment. A transitional housing. And only after this guy saw this man's picture after the May 3rd incident at the Hollywood Bowl did he come forward and say, that guy tried to kill me. So they're making a case out of it. Wow. And, and you wonder why the homeless don't want to go into that, those temporary housing uh, buildings. Now, also from the world of crime, we had another one of these fascinating cases. We mentioned one last week from the Philadelphia area. This time, it's Long Beach. They have identified... A person who was found dead in 1978. John Doe, 1978, has been identified by Long Beach Police Department as Kenneth Nevada Williams, 15, at the time of his death. Now, the Times described this as controversial because uh, guess how they did it? Well, they used uh, one of those DNA testing companies. Oh, and kind of uh, did like a reverse search. That's right. To lead them uh, in, to... They call it investigative genealogy. And it allowed them 
with whatever DNA they had from this boy's body to use it to go into one of those DNA testing places and uh, check out what uh, genetic lineage he might have. And it led them back to this name and this family. Now, what's weird about this story, I don't, by the way, do you have a problem with them using? Oh, no, no. I hope they find some crazy person in my family through my genetics. Oh, like a murderer? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Something more colorful than that. Oh, Hitler? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. Just some kind of really cool story. Oh, okay. I mean, I I, I, I did the, uh, which did I do? I did Ancestry, Yeah, you right? did one of them, right? Okay, yeah. and I have like hundreds. So you're in there. You're in the database. I'm in the database. You submitted I, your spit or whatever it was. And I could see hundreds and hundreds of sixth cousins. And we share like 1% of uh, genealogy or genetics. Oh, but, oh you have their names? Or just, oh, yeah, you, I have the names. Oh, because they're in there too, right? Yeah, they're in there too. Oh. I mean, you can keep yourself anonymous, or you can you can have your name, uh, you know, displayed. And there's there's a, there's a message app within the website. So if you want to contact any of these people, no, oh, you have not done that. No, I mean they're just they're just random Polish names. <laughs> yes, but you have, and they're there's yeah, but they're they're one percent relations. They're blood. Yeah, no. I mean I've only got like maybe two. Out of, that are second and third, second or third cousins. Oh, okay. I was happy to see my son was a hundred percent match. <laughs> All of your sons? Mm-hmm. No, the other two didn't uh, didn't submit, but the one that did. Oh, the is, one that did is a hundred percent. Hundred percent. So it's like, ha-ha. so you now you're certain it's your no, child. No, I'm sure. Of, yeah, uh, right. the milkman or right. the milkman. Or, I know the milkman. <laughs> 1960 reference. <laughs> You still have a guy delivering your milk? <laughs> I should have said postman. At least they're still around. <laughs> your FedEx guy? Your... Uh, here's the sad thing about John Doe 1978, Kenneth Nevada Williams. You may wonder what happened. He was never reported missing. Looks like he was a chronic runaway. He ran away from his home in La Puente in 1978. Uh-huh. And whoever was his family did not report him missing. That's kind of sad. That is very sad. Yeah. And so he got murdered, I guess? That's what they're doing next. They're going to try to find his murderer. Uh, It was very common for him to miss school, to run away from home, to go missing for long periods of time, and then come back. Ultimately, they hired a private investigator to look into it and clearly came back with negative results. They kept expecting him to return home, but clearly he was not going to because he was murdered and left in Long Beach. It's a sad story. Oh, that's a so, terrible story. And I yeah. wonder if any uh, I wonder who was alive from that family. But I guess I guess this will have no impact if you didn't go looking for forty five years. Wow. You're not. I guess their theory was because he ran away so much, he'll come back. And then I don't know how long after they well, thought, uh oh, maybe. The, but they never reported him to the police, but they did hire a private investigator to see if they could. Maybe find after where a while, they just forgot, right? You get used to him not being around. And... How could you forget a son they that did. reached the age of 15 before he disappeared? It's not like he was two. Basically, they did. They, well, <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't a good environment. Yeah, well, they, as I said, they kept thinking. You know, he'll come back, and then months and a year went by, or two years. I don't know how many years went by before they hired the private investigator, but yeah. But what they was, never brought the police in, which is interesting. But well, what was going on that they ran that he ran away that many times? I we don't know much. We don't know. I don't, they have not done a story on the family yet. So, but clearly, uh, they should find the killer.
whoever that is. And they already ruled out, I think his name was Randy Kraft, who was a serial killer that picked up boys back in right. the day, but they don't think it and, was him. And where'd they, I mean, they found just a skeleton? I think that's, yeah, I don't know when they found the body. That's like, where, like where, they where find they... It? I mean, they found it in 1978, so. Oh, they found it in 1978. they named him John Doe 1978. Oh, I see. But they just have not been able to connect him oh. with any identity. So, yeah. Until now, thanks to uh, these DNA databases. Which is very controversial, right? I, look, I, I don't know why unless they come and get you. Well, you think you. about it. Your DNA in that database with was Ancestry.com yeah. could lead to the arrest of one of your very distant relatives as a mass murderer. And hey, his my, family could be upset with you. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if there's somebody... Uh, a killer out there. Some, somebody wacky in the, somewhere in the family, yeah. Some, some killer in Poland. Yeah. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. Live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. My understanding is he got cadaver skin, didn't he? Who? Jay Leno. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what they usually do. Yeah, I know. It's a little creepy, don't you think? You're walking I, around I, with some dead person's skin on you? I know someone who just got a, a cadaver ligament in their leg. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. They, they had, well, they that's a little bit more hidden away. That's what they do for uh, athletes who tear ligaments. You, you often get a, a dead man's ligament. Is and, it a young dead man? I, I don't know. It didn't come a with fresh a fresher ligament. I just it didn't come with biography. It was just a I ligament. I would request that the person dead be younger than me so the ligament lasts. You right. Know? You don't want like a 90-year-old guy's ligament. <laughs> Listen to us. <laughs> if you, go to a, you go to a cheap hospital, that's what you get. You get old, used ligaments. Oh, here comes the traffic. <laughs> what was, is there an update? That was funny. Uh, this happens from time to time. It's a TMZ special. Oh, and she was a rookie. A rookie L.A. County Sheriff's deputy is under investigation for having sex on the job and accidentally broadcasting across the airwaves of LASD. Is that right? Yeah, we do have some of the audio. It's, a, it's from TMZ. We, we, we have, have some of the audio, them. really? We do have 41 seconds of uh, what happened. <laughs> of her experiencing pleasure? I don't know. I haven't heard it. Let's listen. I would say yes. She's on duty. Oh, oh, wait, stop, stop, stop in a second. Wait, stop, stop. That's the dispatcher telling her, you got an open mic. Got Come an on, do mic. something. But she's too happy, giggling and moaning, it says. <laughs> Open mic, open mic. Yeah. <laughs> right, play the rest of that. Oh, man. 95 Ocean, you have an open mic to cure my... <laughs> she went out to the parking garage, but actually turned on her radio. Is that the radio that's on your body or the one that's in the, she, the vehicle? Uh, she, she turned the radio while the guy was turning her on. Who yeah. was the guy? Was he a deputy too? Yeah, he was a deputy. Is that what it says? Yes. Yeah. Oh, she's a rookie. This is. Oh, you're going to rip my underwear. She, I didn't hear that in there. Did you? <laughs> no, I couldn't understand what she was uh, muttering. Yeah, Talk according... about a rookie mistake, though. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, no. 
Yeah, dude, you're right. One uh, legal analyst says the question is, who did she have these sexual relationships with or relations with? I believe it's oral sex is going on is what I've read. Oh, uh, that's uh, <laughs> thanks for the picture. Uh, yeah, the, the female dispatcher is trying to get her to... Tone it down. <laughs> to uh, to, <laughs> turn, off the to turn off the mic because now we have the evidence against you. Oh, 95 Ocean, open mic. Open mic. But clearly... <laughs> When you're in that fit, you're not really listening to anything. No, just, no, I don't think she uh, she heard that kind the, uh, of pleasure. Sure, kind of distracts you from the real world. And yeah, uh, yeah, kind of blocks your hearing. I guess they know who she is, and I don't know what the discipline's going to be for. I imagine that's a, a career killer, right? Uh, it certainly would be a. I mean, you're on. You're you're supposedly on duty, and then you're broadcasting it. You're right, though. If it's another police officer, that's going to be trouble for him. Uh. Uh, in December 2020, a deputy at Universal Studios was reportedly caught in an open mic having sex at one of the, the features there, the Bates Motel, part of the Psycho movie, I guess he was having. Oh, I remember that. Same thing. The dispatcher's trying to get his attention. <laughs> Radio's on. Mic's open. Radio's <laughs> on. And again, the female was making sounds. So it was kind of a... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, probably her career is uh, okay. definitely in doubt. Sex in public is illegal. She could be facing charges of lewd conduct and indecent exposure if the allegations are true. Plus, if she used uh, taxpayers' property. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, they both were deputies. Oh, so the male is it was, also? It was a... a male deputy, and she was the rookie deputy. No, oh. and and uh, I guess that was his car and his radio. Oh, it was his car. So he went yeah. to the garage and jumped in the car. Yeah. Oh well. So he wasn't paying attention while he was busy. He was uh, pleasuring her. He was the pleasurer. He was the pleasurer. She was the pleasurey. No. Uh, Conway oh. here. Hey now, hey now. What's up, fellas? As you would say, Conway Babu. Hey, Babu. You know, Babu yeah. means uh, idiot in Italian. <laughs> oh, does it? Yeah. You go, oh. hey, idiot. Oh, I've heard that at home. <laughs> yeah. And Baca means stupid in Japanese, which we learned a billion times when Lee Baca was sheriff. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm told. I never looked it up. Wow. No, I looked it up. That, that was... Baca uh, does mean ba- stupid in Japanese? Yes. Oh, obviously. Um, uh, Dean Sharp means radio gold at seven. Perfect. <laughs> Is that right? That's what it says nice. here. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, he's coming on with us. Uh, the drought emergency declared for all of Southern California. That's our second emergency in the, in this week, right? We had the homeless emergency, homeless emergency yeah, drought emergency, right. drought emergency. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I re- I was out this weekend. <laughs> seemed, then, ki- seemed kind of wet to me, but yeah. Musk. Uh, Elon Musk cashed out another three point six billion dollars in Tesla stock. Wow. Uh, you know that's got to really piss off a lot of Hollywood people especially that are far, far left, that they bought up all these Teslas, and then with that profit, he bought Twitter. Twitter, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, ah, we should have bought a Tesla. <laughs> Good point. Right, they buy his car, and they use his... Uh, his uh, they use his money. They yeah. use the, the far-left Hollywood money to buy Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. But he's going to turn Twitter around. It's going to be a big money-making operation. You'll see. I act- bet he could. There actually is a great story I was in the middle of reading, really long. I've turned off my computer, so I can't tell you where it is, about how um, the day Musk took over. 
And I started firing everybody oh, all yeah. over the place. Oh, and so all these right. people were getting notifications on their phone that, yeah. that they're at a business and they couldn't they couldn't uh, connect to their internal accounts. Oh, man. And then he fired too many people. He fired the oh. wrong people. And then he tried to reinstate oh. them. It was chaos. He was like he was like a bulldozer. He set fire to the place. He fired the guy in charge of the card keys, and then he locked himself out. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, you had to call the guy to say, hey, you, can you come back to the company? <laughs> people were calling Human Resources, but he had fired everybody in Human Resources. Ah. You know what he also did? I can't believe this. When you spend $44 billion for a company, you don't own the building you're in? He has to pay rent there. Yeah, yes. Twitter he was rents renting. that building. Yeah. Well, it's a lease, I guess, that the previous owners uh, agreed to. Yeah, so but he's still bound by it, I guess. But for $44 billion, they should throw in a building or two. <laughs> That's a good point. You know? God almighty. What the hell is he buying? Um, uh, that... And yeah. uh, I don't know. Something else will happen. I think All it's right. going to be great. Yeah. You go, um, you go, you're on long enough, you'll think of something. Four Ding hours. Dong. So I think Jay Leno's coming on tonight. <laughs> yeah. Wow, again. It's going to sound a lot like, uh, we're going to ask some of the same questions that we did Bird's on Monday. Face part Tuesday. Three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Leno reruns. Ding no, dong. it's not a rerun. It's just we're going to ask him a lot of the same things we did on Tuesday. I see. Yeah. All right. I guess he doesn't have much to do, I mean, while he's recuperating. So. I guess not, yeah, right? He's, right. A, he's a joke machine, though. He writes jokes all day is, long. Is he going to go back to working on cars, or is he going to give that up for a while? No, I think he, he went right back to working on cars. He did. Okay. Yeah, right back into it, man. <laughs> Rolled yeah. himself right into the car. Steam cars. Yeah. Steam cars. Right, that's yeah. a steam car. That's a steam car accident. Yeah. yeah. Ding, ding dong. In, in 2022, he gets a steam car accident. <laughs> He's probably the last guy <laughs> to get injured on a steam car. That's right. Car. Yeah, right. Yeah, when's the last time between between Jay Leno and the guy that did it in 1848, nobody was injured by steam cars? <laughs> One of the safest modes of transportation. That's right. All right. All right, right ding dong, ding everybody. Dog. Ding dong. We love Jay. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon. Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated.
Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today.